We're kind of doing a little bit of frenemies today. Look at uh, yeah, we are. Oppenheimer and Barbie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we are. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Woody Banter Book Club podcast. I'm Maddie here with... Courtney, hello. And today, Maddie and I will be reviewing Set on You by Amy Lee. Leah. Mm. Um, this story... It follows um, Crystal, Curvy Fitness Crystal. She is an Instagram influencer for fitness, and she's also plus size. Um, So there's a lot of struggles with, like, insecurity, but also body positivity. Um, She finds a good, like, happy medium in the middle. And she meets this grumpy firefighter in the gym, and he's a douchebag typical um stealing her machines rude not wiping down his butt sweat after lifting disgusting and she's like you have poor gym etiquette calls him out they have this little fun witty banter going back and forth um and then her grandma out of nowhere is like i'm getting married again and they're like okay so then they go to this dinner and Guess who is her grandma's new husband's grandson? Grumpy firefighter man. The way you were setting that up, it made it sound like it was going to be the grumpy firefighter man is grandma's new husband. (laughs) No. No, there's no, like, health insurance or life insurance fraud scam between firefighter man and her grandma. Um, Oh, she's also, she's mixed. She's Asian and Irish, I think, or something like that. So, um, yes. they come together. Their grandparents are, like, kind of trying to get them together, you know, how grandparents do. And they start flirting and, like, hanging out. But she's damaged and insecure from her last relationship. So is he. So they put on, they're like, we're going to get to know each other. And then, like, on this date, maybe we'll date. But the tensions grow high as the wedding draws closer and uh, passions are flaming throughout the book. So it does have a happy ending. I mm, really wanted to like this book, but I have some qualms that we'll get into. Most of them are centered around the pop culture references, which make me. Oh, my God. To read. Thank you. I'll say oh. this until I'm out of breath, but authors please stop doing this like it's please if you mention timeless classic things like old old movies old old music but when you mention like modern day like there's lululemon there's lizzo references and i get that it's like she's an instagram fitness influencer so there's going to be some mention of social media but it just was like oh it dates the book so much already and it it was giving like like, I felt like I was watching a TikTok of, like, really cringy people the whole time. There's this line. I actually marked it, okay? Okay. Uh, on page 231, she says, As much as I'm keen to abide by the old-fashioned courting agreement, I am a millennial after all. And I went, girl, we know. Yeah. <laughs> We're well aware. You did not need to tell us that. And, like, I I can respect a good Lizzo song. She's got great range, right? But the amount of times that Lizzo was mentioned in this book made me want to light it on fire. It's at least three that I can remember right off the top of my head. And that's way too many. If it's not, I'll say this. If it's not in, like, an ironic way, then it's cringy. I have to cover I agree. <laughs> I just, like, I don't... Listen, when I'm a, I like Lizzo. Okay, I am a fan. All right, it's real good, feel good music. Some pipes on her. She's real but tender. I just find it so cringe to just. It's the same way. I'm gonna get so much flack for this if it hits the wrong ad- audience. But it's like Taylor Swift fans, like just please, like talk about anything else, like literally I'm- anything else. Yeah, we're going to go down this little tangent real quick because I can't help myself. Like, Taylor Swift, she makes, like, there's some songs of hers I like. Like, any general popular pop artist. But the absolute cult following that she has acquired throughout this era's tour is baffling to me. There are people I know 
I follow on Instagram who have bought like five different concert tickets for the Arrows tour. I'm like, it's why five times like that i do i will say i like the culture created around it like the outfits and stuff super cute but i'm just not like all that yeah hyped up on her music i don't know the the store aldi is really thriving right now with the eras tour so (laughs) yeah so i don't yeah but like the pop culture references just really detracted from the book anyways it automatically to be honest with you this book automatically went down a star with each pop like having so many pop culture references so yeah i also just like didn't like the characters but we'll get into that we'll get into that too but that's Um, a little that's different criticizing than just stop putting cringy millennial things into these books nobody likes reading them not even millennials millennials don't even like reading it nobody likes it so please stop this is our plea to the writing community. Please. No more pop culture references. Unless it's like something old, like Audrey Hepburn. That's acceptable. But like it's a little spoiler for next week. <laughs> but more <laughs> modern stuff, it just really dates it. Like I another little side note, I read a book a couple months ago that definitely was like taking place in like 2010 and it was making pop culture references. And it was the cringiest thing I've ever read. Because, Are you talking like, about it, Addicted to You? No. <laughs> I mean, that book is kind of cringy. Yeah. But I it, threw my hair up into a messy bun. I wore an uh, infinity scarf and a pleplum top to the party yeah. I went to with and a like, big chunky he's wearing, necklace. He's wearing a plaid open button down with a t-shirt under it and a backwards snapback hat. And I'm like, <laughs> And big chunky tennis shoes but like not the cool hip kind today like the monster hats is what it was reminding me of the flat build ones Mm -hmm. anyways tangent over um okay we're gonna back in here (laughs) we're gonna actually get into the review now before i eviscerate this book before we even talk about it and there's good parts but you know um so for those of you who haven't joined us before, here's a little rundown. We do a spoiler-free review and then a spoiler review towards the end of the episode. I will let you know when that cutoff is. But in the non-spoiler portion of the review, we talk about would we recommend the books? Would we recommend them to our teenage sisters who are under the age of majority? Um, which is really just a question of how filthy smutty is it? Uh, and then we rate it on four pillars, which is witty banter character development realism and smut um so without further ado maddie would you recommend this book to a fellow reader probably not i just okay i'm I'm not gonna lie i think that you might hate this book more than i did Mm -hmm. okay i i don't hate this book i kind of just don't really have any strong feelings to to it because there are some parts of the book that i did like but then there were other parts of this book where i was just like Okay, this is ruining how much I liked yeah. this book at the beginning of it. Um, I kind of, I'm going to put it, like, in the same level that I put, like, The Wedding Crasher, where, like, maybe I'd recommend it to, like, a certain type of person, but I would not just go, like, really being like, hey, everybody, you need to really read Set on You. Like, that's not really how I would approach this book. So, how do you, how, how do you feel about it? Um, for me, it's, I don't, like, hate this book. There was just a lot of parts that, like, made me cringe, so it made it a less enjoyable experience. I don't dislike it as much as I liked, uh, or disliked, oh my gosh, now it's escaping my mind. It was uh, the book with, like, the really cute cover. Love in the Time of Serial Killers? Yes, Love in the Time of Serial Killers. I, respectively, like, I don't hate that book. I didn't like a lot of parts of it, just like I don't like a lot of parts of this book, but it's not terrible overall there's just so many other books that are better that go for like the same thing that are way more enjoyable incredibly less cringy so it's kind of a no for me I don't know I mean like it's hard to say that like if you're blown through your TBR and you're looking to read something that's not as enticing I don't know (laughs) it's just like it was a little hard for me to finish, to be honest. So I don't think I would recommend it to most of the people who like the same books that I like, but to each their own. On the next category here, would you 
then recommend it to your teenage sister? Uh, no. I would not. I I don't... I, I No. Just no. I don't, I don't think I would. I don't think either of them would like it. Hmm. And I also just... Like, it was smutty, but, like, to me, we'll get into this, it was, like, just not good smut, but it was there. Yeah. And then, like, I just... I just really didn't like the main character, and so I just don't know... Yeah, I don't know. That's how I feel. But I don't want to get too much into it without moving into the pillars. So you go ahead and tell me what you if you'd recommend this to your siblings. Um, no, I would not. One reason being that my teenage sister, who would be reading stuff like this, is basically the younger, cooler, meaner version of exactly me. Um, like we went on a family vacation two weeks ago, and everyone in my family made it an effort to point out how strikingly similar we were. And then probably about 10 times, someone would do something, and her and I would have the exact same response at the exact same time. It was, like, almost uncanny, so I know she would dislike this greatly. She's also, like, she's cool and cute. Her, she's a little popular girl at her little high school. And she's on TikTok and stuff all the time. And I think she would think this is incredibly cringy. Um, totally. Aside from the smutty parts, it's like, I yeah, no. She would, even if the smut wasn't in here, I don't think she would like the plot. And I think she would cringe at it a little. So, no. Um, but on that note, we'll switch to the pillars now. Our beloved pillars. Uh, and we will start with our most important pillar, as you can tell by the name of our podcast, which is witty banter. Now we do a scale of one to five because ten is too many. So Maddie, on a scale of one to five, what would you rate this book on witty banter? So I actually really liked their banter. It was funny and I, I laughed and I was like, oh my gosh, this is good banter. So I actually would give it probably a high four for the banter because I thought it was really good banter. Uh, despite the fact that it's not really great it, without if just removed remove the list of references and you got yourself a great book okay <laughs> not great a better yeah. book <laughs> um but the banter was really good so i'm gonna give it a, a, a four but a high high four Okay, I actually agree. I think this is like one of the only good elements of the book because I, even though I didn't like the characters, like their their dynamic when they were speaking, give each other crap was really good, which I always love. Just builds up great tension. But I just found the characters to be like kind of insufferable sometimes. So that made it hard. But it was still like the dialogue was good. I don't know how you do that, how you make the characters like insufferable, but also at the same time, witty but yeah it's probably like a, a four for me as well like a, a mid level four and can I okay I just have to get this out it's not a super big spoiler but it popped into my head and now I have to say it he is a dog named Albus Doodledore which by the way epic dog name epic dog name and then she's like oh are you a Harry Potter fan and he's like no I was like wow <laughs> Incredible. How you gonna be? How are you gonna have these weird millennial references and not bring up Harry Potter? But I was just um, I was like, no, you're not a fan of the HP. That's something that I feel like transcends time. Harry Potter does. Um, Harry Potter is absolutely a classic book. Yes, uh, classic series. I feel in the movies too, just because it's like ingrained in all of our. But then they also go to watch Lord of the Rings, and neither of them like it. But he's like, "Oh, you're a nerdy girl." I was like, "These are not like you're not watching like all the renditions of Star Trek. It's Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, like very mainstream." Yeah. And they were like, "Oh my gosh, you're so nerdy." I was like, "Everybody yeah. likes Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings." Yeah. Makes no sense. An Albus Doodledore. What a what a epic name wasted on a dumb book. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyways, moving on to character development on a scale of one to five, what would you give this book? Uh. Okay. Crystal has, I think, probably the worst character development I have ever seen in my life. Uh, for two reasons. One, she. 
starts out a bad person and ends a bad person just for different reasons um and two i don't think that her character development in the third act was really developed like at all so because of that i oh and then also scott um (laughs) did scott even really exist i feel like i just made him up in my head like the story is just about crystal making up a guy in her head um i think that Scott is like I don't even I read this book three days ago like what what happened to him what was his character development it's the same phenomenon that happened in uh, Love in the Time of Serial Killers where the love interest is so bland that they're forgettable and he throughout the book she's like he's like a hot Chris Evans with a beard and I was like that's just not appealing to me to be honest with you was his character development him like not being able to watch a movie to him watching a movie because like he was like a gentleman the whole time i don't know except for he was like a jerk in the beginning and then he was super nice like opening her door and doing all this stuff for her and then he was secret and quieted and acting sketchy and i'm like these are all things that like could be good but they're just executed so poorly that it it just falls flat like he's very two-dimensional yeah which makes their whole romance kind of, aside from their banter, like, for some reason, I don't know why that quality of the book was really good, despite all of the other flaws. But, yeah, Crystal, also, all of her, like, so she'll go on social media after something happens, and she'll be like, body positivity. And then towards the end of the book, she's like, I can't be body positive all the time, because I'm not perfect. And so sometimes I feel down about myself, and that's okay. But it just feels like I... every awful Instagram instagrammers rants that they go on where you have to click down and then there's like eight paragraphs you had to read through and i just hate accounts like that it adds to the cringe factor but i'm just like wow none of these thoughts are like i don't know i was just like rolling my eyes the whole time and like it sucks because the message in theory should be good like body positivity but like a lot of the books that i've read where they're trying to represent um like thick girls or chubby women or like you know plus size women like there's so much of an emphasis on that over their personality and stuff mm-hmm. and i'm just i don't know it detracts from the the reading for me i prefer if it's more in something that's like mentioned in passing but it it's like right. a huge focal point of the book right i think yeah i I did not like it. I don't know if I gave it a... Did I ever give it a number? I don't, I don't think, think I did. So. I, I'm going to give it, like, a a one. Because it's just... I don't know. One seems too harsh. A two. Because, yeah. like, I... I just don't... I just don't... It's a like two it. for me. Yeah. Like, it wasn't so poor that it, it reaches a one. But it was just, like... I don't know. Again, I found most of the characters insufferable or forgettable, and so that made it really difficult for me to like the characters. And yeah, I don't think they're like... I don't know. The the character development throughout the book is so minimal, I guess, and it the way it's carried out just falls flat. Yeah. So, so I guess that's that. Anyways, uh, Smut, one to five. I don't even remember it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Once again, I read this book three days ago. I should remember it. I do Unremarkable. Have, I do have one comment, and I'm oh. sure you'll agree. So, one of the, the only smut scene I can remember, because I am similarly, I finished this book yesterday, and I, so much of it has fleed my mind, because it's just not worth keeping in there. Uh, but, they, like, make out and go to try and do it in a gym locker room and little maddie and courtney lore here are our very first jobs out of high school during our senior year of high school i worked there in high school during i and i like the last two months of high school i worked there and then we worked there all summer and i worked some summers coming back anyways we worked at a fitness club at a gym and it's supposed to be like it's a nicer gym right so we can't say what it's called we're gonna get freaking dogs just just beep it out <laughs> um basically it is it is called something something athletic club and sport so like and athletic spa. club and sport and and spa 
I think it's athletic club and spa. I think it's club and sport. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Regardless, you get it. Like, it's got a fancy name with uh, athletic club and sport or spa. Yeah. There was a water park. There was uh, during the- Full massage area. The there was a spa it was like, area. It's like $300 a month for a membership there. Like, it's it was a bougie place to be. Okay? Yes. But aside from that, uh, Maddie and I were in housekeeping, which meant we did, we cleaned the towels, we cleaned all the equipment, we did, we cleaned the entire gym, the showers, mm-hmm. okay? They go in to do it in, like, a shower area, and let me tell you how vile and disgusting even the most high-end gym locker rooms are. Because that, they're being cleaned by 17-year-olds. Yes, and also so. because it's just, like, an innately dirty place. It's a huge, like, there's tons of people moving in and out of it with bodily fluids and sweat and so after they've worked out they've gone to the pool like it's disgusting it's dirty it is not a place where you should be getting it on um and so like that may have been a hot moment like oh my gosh they can't keep their hands off each other but the whole time I read it I was like do you know what's kind of disappointing too is like okay this is also I don't I know I think this is kind of a spoiler I'll we'll talk about it later but like um they're chemistry i felt like fizzled out like the more that they got together so just like the smut was just very unsatisfying yeah and they were like trying to keep each other at arm's length to like meet this date that they had set but like it didn't feel like tension it just felt like they were just like not into each other as much anymore but yeah uh yeah anyways so like I'm sorry, I will allow you to address the smut in a second, but I just had to address the gym part because that detracted massively from my smut score because I thought it was disgusting the whole time I was reading it and I don't remember any of the rest. Yeah, um, I think I trauma blocked that because I was (laughs) reminded of where we had worked. So I was like, I am not even going to remember any of this later. Yeah, is not good. Anyways, numeric score. Uh, one, because I don't remember it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's also a one for me, but just because it was disgusting that they were getting frisky in a locker room. And also because mm-hmm. I don't really remember the rest. There was, like, this huge pinnacle moment where they're like, we're not going to wait till the wedding. And I don't even remember, like, how that happened or why. So, um. No. Oh, wait. And then there's also, I'd like to talk about some brief smut that was mentioned. The bathtub scene. <sighs> what i can't even process like like she's describing what's happening and i'm like i literally like i'm getting secondhand embarrassment cringe like i i (laughs) i'm trying i also don't understand how that's working the way that it's working but no so if you haven't read it, just be aware that there is a bathtub scene. And not a good one. Not like a... No. I don't know if there can be a good one. Bathrooms are gross. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Uh, right. So, realism. Scale of one to five. Uh, okay, here's the thing. I think that their relationship is very realistic. <laughs> In that I think that they are both not great people who end up together and then flaunt about how hot they are. Um, I think Crystal's behavior on social media is incredibly realistic. Uh, super cringe. I think the comments she gets also very realistic. About, <laughs> they actually kind of made me laugh because it's like I, like, I love that she included the mean comments too because it's like every time I go on these posts that's like I see that all the time where it's like why are you saying that fat people should be happy to be alive and I'm like damn okay <laughs> whoa <laughs> let's reel it back there um and yeah I just I I thought it, I actually thought it was pretty realistic in that they're not good people who end up together um they are super like just not uh, I no. uh <sighs> Yeah, no, I think it's pretty realistic. So I'm going to give it, like, a four. Yeah, I can actually agree with that. I think, like, I don't know. It was, the fact of the matter is, the reason this book was so cringe to me is because I think the things that they were doing are cringe in real life. Like, 
I there's some fitness influencers where I'm like, I like your content because they like they either make other stuff or they make it fun, but like reading the book paragraphs that they put on the comments on the captions of their posts and like I don't know. I'm all like I'm all about feeling good about yourself. Go ahead, shorty. You're cute. But like the whole like I don't know, this internal monologue basically that happens on these Instagram pages drives me nuts. Uh so I thought that was very realistic. Yeah, and then like the hateful comments super realistic. Um mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just I also, this is another issue, is, like, I could not get past the fact that I'm picturing Crystal as, like, a 5'2", 150-pound girl who's, like, maybe got, like, an ass. And she's, like, I'm so curvy, like, and, like, everybody, like, looks down on me because I'm so curvy. And I'm, like, you're not, you're probably not actually fat. Like, you're probably just, like, like, mid-sized. Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of how I felt throughout the book too, and I also thought like the amount of people who were like, mm, "You're not very cute," or like the amount of people who are like, mm, "You're too like big for him." I'm like, it didn't seem like the author portrayed her to be like plus like huge plus size, especially. I mean, right. like I don't know how expansive the Lululemon whatever is. She's gone on and on and on about Lululemon, and so yeah. I'm like, I feel like. I don't like the way most of those clothes fit me. I'm mid-sized. And so I'm just like, I'm not... This isn't adding up. And then all the people to her are like, he's too hot for you. I'm like, I I guess I would see that, like, on Instagram posts. But I don't ever see... Like, I can't picture people in real life, like, a woman coming up to a man and being like, oh, that's your girlfriend? I don't know if it's, it's like, never happened. Yeah, I forgot that happened. But I'm like, who does that? People don't actually do that. No. Like, the worst I can imagine is someone, like, like raising their eyebrows, making a face, but, like, actually coming up to someone and being like, oh, you guys are together? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, she's so ugly and fat. Anyways, aside from all that, I found the characters were insufferable, which is a lot like real life, so we'll give it a four. A comfy four. Now, overall, what's the score of the book? I gave it a three because it was really funny. Like, I did like their banter. And so that, like, made it really funny. It automatically got knocked down because of the cringy millennial references. And then it got another knockdown because I just really did not like Crystal. So. Yeah. I am. I'm being generous with a three. I think I gave Love in the Time Serial Killers a three. So I'm going to give this book a three also. I think. I don't know. I think you might have given it a one or I don't think a I two. Gave it a one. It was a two or a three. It's been so long though that I don't even. We've read so many books and I read I them know. in between too, so it's really hard for me to I remember. It's great, but it gave me similar feelings to that book. Um, so I'll give it a, a like a low three. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to give it a two because it wasn't quite that dreadful, but I, it's not close to a four. It's not a three that's close to a four. No. Um, right. Well, now we'll talk about what specifically was insufferable. So for those of you who have not read this book and for some reason would still like to after this, if you're just dead set on it, please go ahead. If you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, if you don't want to read the book and you just want to come on this little journey with us while we talk about the parts we liked and we didn't. And ripping it to shreds. Yeah. And stick on with us. But if not, yeah. If you want to read it, read it. Come back. Let us know that we're, if you loved it, that we're awful and terrible and wrong in the comments. That you hate us. Yeah, just we like actually, her haters. I don't know if you know this, but we have, so we have a five star, by the way, on Spotify. Oh. Um, but we Spotify do have listening. one comment from one person who's like on our Twisted Love book review was like, this is a horrible review. That's all it says. I think that... Well, no, there was another sentence. I can't remember what the other sentence was, but it was emotionally charged. So I could tell that there's somebody who liked the book, which... Who hurt you? Okay. Yeah. What man hurt you and made you think that men are supposed to behave that way? And that it's acceptable? 
Um, and like, listen, we haven't done away with the whole Twisted series, all right? We liked the second one, Bridget and Reese. Yeah, right. we have I Twisted. Was, oh, if you don't think singing at like karaoke singing at your partner's like big event to try and get them back is cringy, like I, I'm sorry, you're. I'm sure you're. And then to have the audacity. The audacity to be like, I didn't want to steal your moment. What are you talking about? Or I'll never forget, um, you'll see what happens when you get into the lion's den. That literally haunts me in my sleep. Yeah, so I'm, gross. It's so bad. Like, your feelings are your feelings. If you liked the book, good for you. We didn't. And I think we have pretty valid reasons why. Um, like, if you... It was, like, straddling dark romance, and that was not what I was gearing up for when I read that. So, no. like, and there's dark romances that do it way better, doll. I've got tons of wrecks, but, um, yeah. I'm sorry. Not everybody's gonna agree. These, this, we're giving our opinions, and we're saying why. And if you don't agree, then that's fine. You like the books that you like. Um, appreciate you listening anyways, but... This is just our person. Everybody has their own whatever. Like, there's some people who don't like romance books at all. Good for them. But, like, you know, it's just our opinions. Anyway. This is my opinion! (laughs) On to the spoiler portion. Um, One, okay, so Maddie sent me a video on Instagram while I was reading this book. Mr. Scott, which hate that name by the way scott it just reminds me of scott's tots <laughs> so i can't like the name scott has perm- there's also this guy in california this is maybe a little too much information hopefully he never hears this um his name is scott and he is part of the uh, friend group that kate was part of when she was yeah. in high school and he was very hot and I also Hot Scott. thought about him a little bit reading this book. Yes. But mostly Scott's Tots. But it was a combination between Hot Scott and Scott, Mr. Scott, Michael Scott. <laughs> I, well, the gym setting and the name Scott just really got me thinking about our book days. <laughs> no, I did not even think about that. I did not even think. I'm traumatized right now. I have. Cl- and so oh that's my picture. Do you remember? Head. Oh my God. He used to like walk through back when we were folding towels just to make sure we were folding towels. Yeah. But Maddie and I, we were 17 when we started there, 18 during the, the summer that we worked there with all our best friends. And he would, he was like 25 and he would come through. He got hired after us too and make sure. Yeah. Mother. Mm-hmm. Such a meathead. Anyways, so that's who I'm picturing the whole time I'm reading. I was thinking about I was thinking about Scott the GM. Oh, (laughs) that's even worse. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm thinking of 25 Scott. 25. No, you said that. I now I'm thinking about Scott second first name last name. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about him. No, I was thinking about Scott the GM. No, I was thinking, because, like, other Scott, young Scott, had, like, blonde hair and stuff. Yeah, young Scott, you would think about young Scott. <laughs> I'm saying that because I had a crush on him Mr. for, like, Sharp. seconds when we were 18. But, um, anyways. Mr. Sharp. Yeah. And he's a firefighter, which, okay, anyways, what took us down this road? That is an Instagram video while I was reading this book. And it's from, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm in my third year of law school and I've only practiced family law up until this point. It's not what I'll be doing in practice when I graduate. I'm going to do tax. But anyways, so like I'm familiar with the divorce scene. She sent me this video from this AZ lawyer TikTok and it was basically like, who are the people who we see get divorced most in our office? And it was firefighters. Cheaters. Um, yeah, cheaters. That's what it was. Um, and so the whole time I'm reading this, I'm like, Scott. All these terrible things mushed together in my head. Um, and I didn't like him because of that. I don't know. Some girls are probably like, oh my gosh. 
like he's a firefighter how hot and selfless but um i also worked at the fire department for a summer so i've seen a glimpse behind the curtain thank you for your service but also don't date firefighters ladies yeah they uh they're too busy working to perfect their chili recipes and cheating on their spouses yeah don't this is a firefighter me. hate account. <laughs> uh, this episode is going to be controversial. <laughs> this is the most controversial episode we've ever done. No, calling out people we know can't... in real life. I know. <laughs> calling out firefighters. I feel like we're uniquely <laughs> equipped to deal with this particular book anyways. Yes, I feel like we are as well. <laughs> um... Yeah, so they, they meet at the gym. She's, like, filming at the gym, recording your workouts, which, like, I don't mind when people do that every once in a while, but I feel like it was every time you're in the gym, it would be really annoying to all the rest of the patrons. Um, At least if you're filming, like, the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe that's just me in my headspace of the gym that I go to, but um, he steals her squat rack which is incredibly rude and disrespectful. And then he's just an absolute asshat for like a couple days, weeks. I don't know how long the period of time is. But then once you get to know him, he's like super sweet. And I'm like, that's like a 180 dime, like flip of a dime twist. Like he, he's this a-hole to somebody who doesn't know in a public space, like a gym. And then he's like, it's because I liked you. Um, But then he's like Mr. Gentleman. And I'm like, I don't, I guess he was being nice to other people too, but I'm just, I was like, uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like, this is a little yeah. too much for me. And, um, yeah. So, okay, so there's a scene, like, very early on into the book where she and her sister and her friend are watching To All the Boys I Loved, which, by the way, I I love those movies, okay? I okay, don't even I care. Too. How cringy it is. I like them a lot. Here's the thing, though. I did, too. She talks about how she thinks that Peter Kavinsky is hot. And I'm just thinking about Noah Centenego. And I'm like, ugh, stop. He is not hot. That's my only downfall with that. I just do not find him to be endearing or attractive in any way. Noah Centenego, not Peter. But I don't think he's attractive either but I also like I think he's also older like 20 something but like anytime somebody watches a movie where like the characters are teenagers aside from like Vampire Diaries where they're very clearly older clearly not teenagers (laughs) it's just kind of gross to me that adult women are like oh my god he's so hot like even to this day I'm only 25, but when people are like, oh my god, I love Timothy Chalamet, I'm like, he's a child. He's older than us. I know, but he, like, he plays, <laughs> he looks so young, and so I'm like, ew, you're yeah. gross. Um, no, I, yeah. I get that feel. I know, yeah. So, I just feel like It's like, I don't understand how men have the audacity to be like, Millie Bobby Brown is so hot. Like, I don't understand that. Like, she's an... She was literally a child yesterday, so I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know how you can watch the first season of Stranger Things when you're a teenager and then, like, as an adult, be like, oh my god, she's so hot. Like, she was literally- Talking to you, Drake. She looked looked like a sixth grader in the first season. I don't- Like, I just can't. she was. I can't. I cannot deal with it. So, anyways, yeah, that was- cringe amongst other cringe moments throughout um Mm -hmm. i will say i actually did like when they paused like she made a post and then they had all the comments like that was a nice little Mm -hmm. reprieve from stuff but like i don't know i thought that would actually be a cringy element and i didn't mind it something that was kind of disappointing to me is that so they have like this chemistry that's like really good chemistry at the beginning and like they're really witty and like things are really funny and things are gearing up to them and then they make out in the locker room and it's like super hot and steamy and then just goes downhill from there yeah like that was the peak of the book and it's like 50 pages in 
Yeah, and it's, oh my gosh. Okay, this drove me nuts too. Like, I get that it's supposed to be flirty and cute, but like, he took her phone and then she takes his phone and I'm like, are you guys 17? Yeah. Like, what is this? And then she's like, you stole my phone. So she follows him into the men's locker room like a psychopath. Um, Major massive psycho. Don't go into a men's locker room in a gym if you're a woman. Why would you do that? Yeah. Not even, not even, like, it's just, one, it's gross. Like, men, their bodily functions are gross. Why would you want to put yourself in that room? Men are disgusting. Yeah, vile creatures. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Men are so gross. (laughs) Their bodily food, they sweat more, they're, they stink, they're, they're smelly look, and my gross. My boyfriend's looking at me right now. <laughs> yeah. You hear this? Stinking <laughs> gross. Anyways, don't go into a men's gym locker room. Like, I, don't do it. And then they kiss. I remember. What if we kissed in the men's locker room at the gym? In the most disgusting time. Popular? I had to clean something in the men's locker room. It was, like, after hours. There's nobody in there, right? And I just walked in there, and I was like, this feels illegal to be in here. <laughs> and it looked exactly like the women's locker room, just, like, reversed. I know. I Every time we would close and we'd go through to make sure the carts and stuff were restacked, not every time. A couple times I'd go through the men's locker room. It Yeah, it felt so wrong. Like, I don't know. She just charges in there for a makeout sesh. Mm-hmm. disgusting um but yeah that was like the pinnacle of um passion in that book which was severely disappointing um and the first 50 pages yeah and like, oh like and then was... okay okay go sorry also kind of weird do you think it's weird that their grandparents are trying to set them up uh yeah kind of because, okay, so I, my, I have a grandma, right? But she's not my biological grandma. She's technically, I guess, like, my step-grandma. But she's still my grandma nonetheless. I could technically, legally, date my cousins if I wanted to. Right. Because they're not really my cousins. They're my, and they're my non-cousin cousins. Mm-hmm. But that just is, like... It's still, like, family at that point. Like, you know, it's just gross. Like, it does feel weird. And also, like, think about how weird that would be for everyone else if it doesn't work out. Yes. What if you and your cousin broke up? <laughs> how awful would that be? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, but like, so yeah, and then your all your siblings and your other cousins, your grandparents. Every Christmas, there's mm-hmm. just awkward, awful tension. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to look. Every family Christmas you have, you have to look at your ex's new partner. It's like borderline borderlining incest, which is just absolutely disgusting. So. Yeah, it felt gross and weird. It's like. Do you ever watch 16 Pregnant or Teen Mom? Yes! Yes! Caitlin and Tyler, and then yeah. their parents got married. Yes, I know. Yes. Weird. Uh, so weird. Um, yeah, so that's what it was it was giving. And then she's like, they go to they they meet at this dinner, this celebratory dinner, because grandma's getting married. And um she Crystal finds out that like hot gym man has a girlfriend because grandpa's like oh he has a girlfriend and she gets super pissy because they made out in the mm-hmm. locker room and she leaves and he's like wait no i broke up with her and i told everyone after you left um and she just thinks like the absolute worst about him but i'm like i don't know and then he like she texts his ex texts him later on in the book and he's acting like really weird and sketchy about it and i was like I don't, I do not like this man. And he doesn't really talk about it either. He's like, she wanted to come and get a necklace from my house. Does shipping not work? Like, yeah. What? Also, be a grown up and throw their shit away. You don't hold on to your. 
Yeah, you heard it here first. We are no longer keeping on to things from our exes. We're throwing it away. After We're that, we're burning it in a bonfire. They've been like him and Crystal, Scott and Crystal. They've been hanging out for like months, I think. At this point, that's what it, the timeline on this book also confused me. I, yes, because they were like, we have to wait until August to date, but then things felt it's like, like they three were, months. But it felt like weeks. But it, it, yeah, yeah. Anyways, and then like right before the wedding kind of like they're collecting things a week before the wedding to get ready and then he starts acting weird i'm like that's a long time to hold on to shorty's necklace without like sending it to her throwing it away using it in a witch seance to curse her like the list goes on and on um and then the fact that he hid it from her when it was like not a big deal sus kind of weird Suspect yeah Scott. You're already on my list. Yeah. And then she was like, she went to visit the fire station. She's like, I'm going to bring him dinner. Like, he's not my boyfriend, but, like, he said he was hungry, so. And then they they kiss in the fire hydrant. In the, in the fire hydrant? In the fire engine. <laughs> in the fire. In the fire they engine. They crawled up. They shrank themselves down and crawled up into the fire hydrant and just. The, the, <laughs> the fire engine. Anyways. Um, but also what I, I was like, wow, you went to his place of work, introduced yourself to everyone for the first time, and then made out with him in a place that was very readily apparent. Very unprofessional. Um, I don't know. Oh, is that the, is that the end of your thought? Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm telling the captain. And then like, okay, so there's the wedding, all that crap whatever the big issue between them besides the fact that she's been hurt in the past because her ex-boyfriend went back to his ex and like okay that's another thing like that's her trauma he knows that's her trauma her relationship trauma and he still doesn't like explain why his ex-girlfriend's texting him before he gets caught and so i was like wow okay scott anyways they're big Mm -hmm. like confrontation i guess is that she posts a picture of them and people are really mean and he responds to the comments and she was like i'm supposed to fight battles for myself even though they're like being mean to him too okay and she breaks yeah, up okay with that part bit. yeah like they were being mean to him like they were like he has no taste he's obviously using her for her money and stuff and i'm just like whatever um something else that kind of bothered me a little bit is that okay so on the back of the book, right, it says, but when a photo of them goes viral, savage internet trolls put their budding relationship to the ultimate test of strength. This is how much of the book is focused on this photo. This. Like. Yeah, it doesn't, also, it doesn't put the strength of their relationship to the test because they break up. Yes. It's not very strong. Yeah. And then finally she's like, I don't have to be perfect all the time. I don't have to be body positive all the time. I'm allowed to be sad so we can be together now. And I was like, ugh, that's a shit apology. Yeah, and her, like, grand gesture that she does is just, like, uh, you're faking a fire <laughs> at the uh, gym. Yeah, and before I knew that his coworkers were in on that, I was like, that is, like, a crime. I think, I think it would have been really funny if his coworkers were not in on it and she just calls the fire department. It was actually just a crime. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Waste their important life-saving time. The government's yeah. money. I'm picturing, like, them going to this thing and then there's, like, actually, like, a house, like, down the street on fire. It's on fire. <laughs> And everyone's yeah. just like clapping while they hug in the gym. Like, what? <laughs> somebody's screaming out of their window, <laughs> help me! Yeah, I don't know. And then I felt like, okay, so towards, we meet his coworkers twice in the book. Once when she first meets them, and then again when she sets up this whole grand gesture. And I was like, there's so, there could have been so much opportunity for like fun, witty boy side characters. Because one of his coworkers is, like, kind of fun and, like, pokes fun at them. But I'm he's, like, barely in the book. So I'm like, this could have been good. I feel like that's what you're trying to do. But there's just not enough of that side character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... And then her parents are on her the whole time. They're like, Instagram's not a real job. 
And she's like, not this again. You don't understand, mom yeah. and dad. But then they, she describes her dad as, like, super funny and easygoing and the life of the party. And I'm like, what dad like that would be like, you need a real job, not. I'm like, these two things don't. Maybe if he was yeah. more rigid, like, that would make sense. But I was like, these, you're painting, like, two different pictures here for me. Yeah, these is are two different men. fun? Or is he rigid and rude? Like. Yeah. Her, actually, her parents are in a thruple. She's got fun dad and mean dad. Yeah. And mom. Who has no personality whatsoever. No. No. I think that about sums it up. I don't know if I have much else to say. No. Um, the bathtub scene, I don't understand. I just don't, like, he's, like, holding her hand while she's, like, doing stuff to herself. And I'm just, like, thinking like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> for our Please audio listeners, know. I'm just, like, grabbing my wrist and just moving it. Like, what about this seems enjoyable? I I don't know. That also... I don't know. That just does not seem... Also, they broke into a freaking house. Yeah. It was under construction, so there weren't people living there, but very disrespectful. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Dislikable characters, but they were funny at points. I hope... I know for a fact I will not remember this book because I barely remember it now. Like, and I read it, yeah, seventy-two so, hours ago. So I will be dumping it from my brain and moving on. Um. Anyways, it's a little bit of a chunky read. If you really want to read it, do it. Live your life. Don't listen to us all the time. But this is our opinions. And be ready for millennial cringe. Aside from that, um. Next week, we are reviewing Practice Makes Perfect by Sarah Adams. This is a uh, follow-up to Win in Rome, which we read earlier this year, and we both loved. And I'm speaking for myself here, but I also loved this book. Um, wasn't perfect. They never are. Anyways. No. If you don't already follow us on social media, please go ahead and do that at the Woody Banter Book Club on Facebook. Instagram, Pinterest, and TikTok. Uh, for those of you listening in on Spotify and Apple uh, Podcasts, thank you. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, we love you. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our channel and also leave a like on this video. Leave us a review. Yeah. If you uh, hated this book or if you loved it, let us know. Um, and I think that's I think that's about all. So without further ado, happy reading. Happy reading. <laughs>